welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. me to speak. Praise God. Okay, pastor started a series, The All Mark of Faith, The Journey of Waiting to Living. And the day he started the, the series, I just think that at the back there. So everything he was saying was just like it was directed to me. And those people were saying, that was what I was telling you about. Because let's say, this is just what I've been experiencing so far. Like, it's, it has been back and forth, back and forth between me and God. You know, when you are trying to be in faith in something, like you are saying, God, this is what I want. And God is showing you something else. So that has been my battle. Like, you know, when you receive a word that, oh, or a prophecy came, and oh, you are reading your Bible, and the word does jump at you, and you feel that, oh, this is your word, and you pray about it, you create a confession about it, and while you are praying, the Spirit of God is telling you that, leave this thing you are doing, just see this thing I'm showing you. And I was like, no, 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 no. We cannot be doing this. So it was, it was a tough one. So when Pastor was speaking that day, and was saying that just focus on God. Just focus on God. Just focus on God. Like, literally, I was just, it was that the pastor was speaking to me. So it was coming from my left ear to my right ear that, and literally was saying, this is what I'm be telling you. This is what I'm be trying to teach you. Hallelujah. So tonight, I'll just continue in that line. Hallelujah. So I want to read from Ruth chapter 1. I was where Pastor stopped last week. I know most of us know the story. And if you are from the Yoruba tribe, there's something they say. They say, Ruth Abokoku. I don't know how to interpret that one in English. The Ruth that follow husband. Yes, that's the meaning. It's so funny that for everything that happens to an individual, we always have a name for it. Some people will say some person's name. If I want to say Pastor, I'll say Pastor Yapotakot. Some people will say Wumi uh, Yanopaja. Some people will say uh, Kenny Rivers. Like we just have a particular way of saving people's name or tagging them to what their experience is. Like the woman with the issue of blood. Now that's what we. Some people don't even know the story. But when you just say the woman with the issue of blood, they already know that it's that woman that meant to meet Jesus. And they, they, some people have not opened that chapter before. So uh, we have a way of just tagging names to people based on what, uh, what they have gone through or based on their experiences. So I'll just start from Ruth chapter 1 from verse 6. Yes, we read that last week, but I won't start from there. Said so then she arose with her daughter-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. For she had heard in the country of Moab that the Lord has visited his people by giving them bread. That is Naomi. Therefore she went out from the place where she was and her two daughter-in-law with her. And they went on the way to return to the land of Judah. And Naomi said to her daughter-in-law, Go, return each to her mother's house. 
the Lord deal kindly with you as you have dealt with the dead and with me. The Lord grants that you may find rest each in the house of her husband. So she kissed them and they lifted up their voices and wept. And they said to her, safely we will return with you to your people. Verse 11 said, but Naomi said, turn back my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there still sons in my womb that they may be your husband? Twelve said, turn back my daughters. Go for I am too old to have a husband. If I should have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, would you wait for them till they were groomed? Would you restrain yourself from having husbands? No, my daughters, for it grieves me very much for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again, and Oprah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. Hallelujah. And verse 15 said, And she said, Look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go, and wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people, and your God my God. Where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me, and more also, if anything put death part you and me. Hallelujah. So this is the story of Ruth, Naomi, and Oprah. The common story that we know about. I read the book that talks about this in details and was talking about the story of Ruth. And I was like, wow. She added on to something she has not seen before or heard in her life. Ruth was a Moabite. So she was coming from a place that they were not serving God. They were serving gods, small gods. So, but when she, she married Naomi's son, she noticed that something is always strange, like a mother-in-law. She's different. Like she, the book says she does not really know how to explain it, but she knew that there was something different about this woman, apart from the other pe people that she had seen. And yet she stayed in the house until sickness came and took her husband. And I begin to ask myself that, okay, why would Ruth decide to follow Naomi? Because Naomi herself has also lost hope. If, if you check, if you check um, verse 13, said, would you wait for me till they were groomed? Would you restrain yourself from having husband? No, my daughters. For it grieves me very much for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. So Naomi herself has already lost hope. But someone that has not seen Jesus, has not heard about it, but just saw that, okay, something is just different about this woman. And just say, let me, and the person you are following said, does not even have hope in herself. I, and I begin to wonder, okay, why would a girl like this decided to follow a woman? One, she has lost her husband. She lost her two sons. And yes, she said that, okay, where you go, I will go. And in the story that, that, I, that I read, it said when they were going on their journey, Ruth sold every of her jewelries for them to be able to eat. She had gold, she had all these things, and she sold them on the way. She sold them on the way for them. So by the time they get to Bethlehem, when they are going to, they, they had nothing. And yet, she was still with Naomi. So that brings me to, to a place that she, there, there was something that happens to her inside of her heart that even though she cannot explain it, 
but she knew that there was something there was just something that I need to hold on to if I follow this woman. And that is exactly the thing that happens to us the moment we give our life to Christ. When we give our life to Christ and the place of salvation, the pastor was just standing here and we we're just sitting down there. Or maybe we we're just walking on the streets and the person preached or talked to you about Jesus. And something in you just said, let me just confess. And he said, I believe. So at that moment, what was planted in us is a seed of faith. It's a seed of, let's open our Bible to Romans 10. From verse 8. Romans 10 verse 8 said, But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preached. So at the moment of salvation, what, 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 we, what makes us come out and say, okay, I accept Jesus as my Lord and salvation, was something was planted in us at that moment. Maybe you were, you were on the road, you were walking, and someone just came and said, oh, I accept Jesus, and you decided to just say, oh, I confess. And since then, you have been coming to the house. So something happened at that moment when you gave your life to Christ, and that was a seed that was planted in you. It's because... Let me begin to teach me this thing because there was a time, I think last year, I began to wonder that Habi had not have faith in me. Like, I was just wondering. Because I, I, I'm in faith with these things. I prayed. I'm always praying. I'm always confessing. So why am I not seeing these things? So I begin to doubt myself that, oh, I, I'm not sure I have faith. I may be the faith that I have before. Because I remember then that back when we were in school, there was nothing that I want to do. Once I prayed about it, I'm going to get it. So it just look as if after I left school and all of that, and nothing is happening, I begin to wonder. And people was telling me that if you don't have faith, you can't say you believe in Jesus because you believe in what you have not seen. But I had. Because at the moment when Christ was preached to us, I had not seen anything. I don't know anything. I only heard about it. As you are sitting down and I'm preaching, your heart is moved. That, okay, they are taking, and so you can't explain at that point in time that, I don't even know, but let me just go out. Then you, you were hurt here, and you said, okay, I believe Jesus, I confess he's my Lord and Savior. So something has been planted in us at that moment. That's why I like the word, the pastor he said, the journey. So our faith walk with God is a journey, not a destination. So at that moment of salvation, the seed has been planted in me. So as I begin to come to church, and that's why you see people, people, people that preach to you, they will tell you that you need to find a believing church to go to. You need to have someone to marry. Some people will even follow up to check your spirit. What they are doing is that they want you to water that thing that has been planted to you. And I, the scripture talked about weak faith, little faith, great faith. And I begin to wonder, okay, why was it at that time that God said he has never found such a great faith? What happened to all those faith that has been coming? So that means there is a process to these things. We need to grow from one level to another to another. So that's why at the beginning of salvation, when the seed has been planted, as we begin to come to church, as we begin to fellowship with God, as we begin to pray, we are fasting, we are serving, we are doing the things of God, it begins to grow in us. It begins to grow in us. So what has been planted? So I want to put it out there that even though you have not seen what you are confessing or what you, are, what you are believing for, you have faith. 
Because without faith, you cannot be here. Without faith, you cannot even lift up your hands and say, thank you, Lord. What are you thanking God for? Because for you to thank, you'll be able to think. Like, I'm thinking that, God, you kept me. So if you're not doubting yourself that I don't have faith, that means your thanksgiving is invalid. So if I'm saying I don't have faith, so how do you know that God is the one keeping you? So how do you know that he's the one protecting you? How do you know he's the one providing for you? So if I'm doubting myself that, oh, because this thing has not happened, that means I am not in faith or I don't have, that means what I've been doing is wrong. Because the scripture says, without faith, no man can please the Lord. So how are you sure that you are pleasing God? When you are saying, because this thing did not happen, I don't have faith. So that is why I started from the point of salvation that, at the beginning, when you said, I give my life to Christ, you, are, you already have a seed of faith planted in you. It is somewhere there. So as I come to church, as the word comes, they are building something. They are build, there's something, there's something I, I found out that this, the Bible, the word of God is a framework. There's something it's trying to do with your mind. That is trying to bring you to a place to understand that God is good. Pastor will come and say, you are not small. God is good. God, what he's trying to do, is trying to water that thing that has been inside of you. How do you just believe? Like he's saying it, he's not even showing you the evidence. Like he's saying it that you need to believe these things. And you just believe. Have you ever wondered that, okay, why do I just believe this thing that is so? But because when he's saying those things, something inside of me is agreeing to it. That was the seed that was planted at the first time. You gave your life to Christ. He said the word we preach to you is the word of faith. So why I started this way is that I wanted you to know that, yes, I have faith. Because without faith, I cannot accept Jesus. Without faith, I cannot accept that Jesus died for me. Without faith, nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. I am nothing. Without faith, I am nothing. And in our, in our work with God, faith is very important. When we talk about um, woman body, we, I know for woman being, for our body, we need oxygen to breathe. Yes, we can fast and do without food. We can fast and not drink water. Some people do 21 days, some people do 40 days or so. But if you don't have oxygen in the next one hour, you will die. Am I correct? Yes. So without faith, faith is the anchor to our spirit man. Faith is the anchor to her. Is the, that's why when, when she sacked that son that you are the reason I was like, God. It's the very thing that holds our spirit man together. Because without faith, I can't believe anything about salvation. I am, just, I am just deceiving myself. If I say, okay, oh, I don't even know, maybe I have faith. And you are coming to church. What are you coming to church for? So faith is the very anchor that runs deep inside to our spirit man. Because that is where it will happen first. That is where we we'll, So our understanding of faith makes everything easy for us. I stop doubting myself when I understand these things. That it is not until I see the manifestation of what I am praying to God for. For me to know that I have faith in God. I already have faith. Like faith is the very answer why I am in Christ. I, I believe what I have not seen. So that is faith. That is faith. So there is no, there is nothing that can take away our faith. It is only ourselves, our doubts. Like I'm doubting myself, like I don't have faith. And once we begin to do that, that means something is wrong. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. So if you are, if you have been in church, 
oh, oh, my, um, since I've been in church, like since I was in school and all of that, they'll begin to, there's no way they'll preach the word of it and tell you that you need to wait on God. Have you ever heard the word before that? They say, oh, you're talking to someone and say, hey, me, I'm waiting on God for this thing. I'm waiting on God. So um, now I begin to wonder that, okay, we are saying that from waiting to leaving. So do I not, so I should not wait on God and just leave or I should wait on God or what are they trying to tell me? I don't know, maybe I'm the only one that have that chain of thoughts. But it's pretty about just building that thought in my heart that, okay, we need to put it out there that when we say wait, from waiting to leaving, we're not saying you should not wait on God. And I want to define that waiting in the scripture this evening. Hallelujah. So when we talk about the word waiting in layman understanding, when you hear wait, if I tell Isabel wait, she will just stand there. If I, if just my eyes alone and I say wait, she will stay. She will not move. So in our own understanding, where we hear the word wait, it means for us to stand in a position. It means for us to stay. It means for us to delay an action. I say, wait, don't carry that thing. You have to drop it back. If I say, wait, don't put that thing. You have to just align with what I say. So waiting in our own understanding, let my understanding means that you need to wait until something happens or maybe there's a further direction. But when we talk about the scriptures, when it comes to waiting, in Isaiah 40, can we just open our Bible to Isaiah 40, verse 31? Hallelujah. Isaiah 40, verse 31. It said, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. This is the wait that we quote most of the time when we are in faith that uh, God am. And I checked this word, wait, in the concordance um, by my Bible, concordance Bible. I checked the meaning of the word wait there. And the Hebrew word for the word wait is kava. And what kava means is entwisting, like you are twisting with something. This weight that is here, like you are being twisted with something, like you are you are you are you are in conjunction with something. You and something are together. So when I'm saying that I am waiting on the Lord, I am being together with God. It is not to delay you or to tell you to to stop there or not not to do anything because. <laughs> We reduce the wait. The whole day I'm waiting on God to hear for that instruction. I'm waiting on God for me to move. And they will just be there praying. Praying, praying, praying. You praying 20 hours, 30 hours. I don't. So when we talk about the word wait, you can check it also. The Hebrew word for wait is kava. Said to be to be twisted with something. You are entwined with something. So you are together with the Lord. That is what the word waits in this, in this passage is talking about. That I am together with the Lord. So I am, not, I, I am not standing in a place. It is not a standstill point. Let's read further. So when we say those who wait on the Lord, those who are together with the Lord, say shall renew. And that word renew says shall change their strength. Shall gain, you will see under translation says shall gain new strength. So if I am together with the Lord. I will gain new strength because by my own strength, I will not prevail. So when I said I am waiting on God, I am with the Lord, gaining new strength. Then I said, and I will now mount up, I will mount up, sorry, I will mount up wings like eagle. So you see that in the place of waiting, not for you to just stay, stand still. Unless the spirit of the Lord tells you otherwise that, okay, I need you to just stand still. Like, don't do anything until I give you further instructions. Because this word, waiting on God, 
is, 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 it has gone a long way that they will say that anybody you talk to then, brother, they say, ah, I'm waiting on God. Oh. I am waiting on God. But the way he said, I am entwined with the Lord. I am so, it's, a, it's the place of prayer. As I'm praying, I am entwined with the Lord. So as I'm doing that, so when I'm saying I'm infed with something, I am entwined with the Lord. I am, doing, I am gaining new strength. So we are not rooting out that waiting on God, no. This is what the waiting on God really means. Like, I am entwined, I am with the Lord. So the word is not waiting on God when it comes, it is, I am with the Lord. I am with the Lord. I am entwined with the Lord. I am together with Christ. So when we said, those that wait on the Lord shall renew that they shall mount on wings like eagle, said they shall run and not be weary. They shall walk. So I am with the Lord. I am expecting something to happen, but I will not be dispersed. Said they shall walk and not faint. So if you said you are waiting on God, and that time you are being depressed because that thing has not happened, that is not waiting on God. That in the place of waiting, all my face is just wrinkled. Like when they ask you, ah, oh boy, had they wait on God though. I never know what's at the chop, but until God says, you go die. No, yes. But I just say, you go wait there. Yeah. So let's just let's 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 just say what God has not said. In Matthew 4, 4, when I read the scripture again, I was like, why? You know, the first times that you read scripture, I'll be like, I read this thing before I used to say, it said, said, man shall not live by bread, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of the Lord. So it is not by your own mouth, it's the mouth of the Lord. So it is by your spirit, by the seed of faith, through your spirit, that the word of the Lord will come out. So let's just say what the, word of, what the Lord has not said. So let's just say that I'm waiting on God and you're suffering. And you see a move you are not doing because you are waiting on God. No. So waiting on God is, I am entwined with the Lord. I am with the Lord. As I am praying, I am gaining, like I said, this is my journey. Like, this is what I've experienced so far. Like, as I am with the Lord, I am, I am gaining new strength. I come to church every Sunday. It's with, it, it is with new strength. I am not depressed. It, 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 it looks, I, I, I used to say this to my friend Doris. I said, it's as if that this, this period that I'm in faith with something, I'm just, I'm just building up spiritually. Like, I'm just growing spiritually. I was saying that this is not what I want. Like, just answer me. And the people are saying, you need to stay there. So, as I am waiting on God, it's not for me to be declining spiritually. That because the thing has not happened, I'm not going to pray. It's a journey. That's why it started from our salvation, the seed of faith. So, once you cut the journey by not praying, you will stop seeing. You will stop hearing from God. I am waiting with the Lord. I am with the Lord. So, as I am with the Lord, as I am praying, coming to church, fasting, I am gaining new strength. I am mounting up wings like eagle. I am not depressed. As the word comes, I am collecting it. As the prophecy comes, I, because in the place of being with the Lord, he's going to give instructions. He's going to give every word. So in that season, you need every word that you come across. When you come to church and pastor was, is declaring, pastor is declaring, your leaders are giving instructions. You need all the instructions in that season because it's going to help you. Because you are being, you are, you are being en, entwined with the Lord. You are with the Lord. So because we are saying from waiting to living, 
does not mean that we are saying, do not stand on the word of God. Standing on the word of God means that you are together with the word. It is not that we are telling that, oh, uh-uh, you people are saying that we should not wait, we should leave. But God is the one that gave me this word. So are you telling me to forget the word? No. We are not saying you should forget the word. The word of God will surely come to pass. But you become one with the word, not being depressed. Like I become one with the word. I am not looking at the things before it happens, but I am joining with the Lord. That it is not until it happens. It is not until, it, but I, I am with the Lord. Whether it happens or not, I am moving. Whether it happens, because as, okay, let me ask a question. How did you get the word in the first place? The word that we are waiting on, that we say we are in faith on, how did we get the word? Was it not true our journey with the Lord? So why would the word not come? And because it not happen, you not stop praying. You stop serving. You stop believing. Does that make sense? Like I was on a journey. I was on a journey. Then the prophecy came. You, the word came. Like the desire just come. That oh I desire a car in this season. It is not of you that you desire that thing. It is God that ministered to you that okay now this is the time for you to start declaring your car. So because the car did not not come. And I stopped doing what I was doing. I stopped doing the things I'm doing that, God, you are the one that said this thing. And the thing did not come to pass. So what am I supposed to do? No. I was on a journey before the thing came. So it came when it not came. I continue on my journey. I was on a journey. Said those that wait on the Lord. That's, that's what he said. They, are, they will renew. Because you were on a journey with God, you will not get tired. You will, not get, you will not get weary. Because you're on a journey with God, everything will align. Everything. Everything. Every, like every single thing. So in the place of us staying with God, that is when we can actually live. In the place of staying with God, that is where, because if you say, okay, I'm not going to pray again. Like the word is not working. I will leave the word and focus on another thing. We are not living. We are not living our full potential. We are not finding expression. But when I stay with the Lord, and yes, it's, it's, it's somehow easy for us to say these things than doing it. Yes, I know it may be hard for us to actually say, oh, I want to, I want to still be with God after God gave me breakfast or served me breakfast. Like the thing did not happen. I'm disappointed. And it tells me to still stay with God. Yes, it might actually be very hard for some of us to do it. And that is why we still need to stay connected to our family. There's something I, I, I like that when, they, when, when, when um, we go out to preach and all of that, they will ask you that, do you have a church you are going to? Like, can you join a believing church? The reason why we need to join a believing church is for us to, to stay connected. It's for us to keep hearing what the Spirit of God is saying. It's for us to know that, okay, because this thing has not happened, does not mean it will come to pass. This was my experience in some few months ago. Like, the whole, the whole thing was just so, so crazy that I was okay physically, but my mind and my head, like, we were just fighting. So it was, when, I said, when I'm saying that, it's not actually easy. That okay, I'm waiting on God. 
and the thing is, has not happened yet or I'm, I'm yet to see it and you're asking me to still keep being with God or I should still stay focused on God how does that how, 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 how is that possible does that even make sense like it's okay let me, let, me, let me just pause and say it I don't know I didn't want to say it before but since pastor preached that message me and the Holy Spirit have been fighting that I don't want to talk about these things but alright no problem something happened to me um, a few months ago like I was just in a place that I could not pray no my heart was so heavy that I just could not anytime I, I go to my place of prayer I just begin to cry like I'll begin to groan and mourn I wouldn't be able to pray like my heart was so heavy I received a word from God I was not even looking for it though that's one that's when the thing just they pay me pass like this is a season that I am not looking for a word I was actually in faith for another thing and yet he gave me a word that oh you have so 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 and so this is the number of children you have you give birth to this and this and you gave me the names and all of that fine fast forward to when the baby was supposed to come it was a struggle self for us to even see the to see the results like two months have passed i've not seen my period and yet i've done all tests there was no sign of any pregnancy i was like god what is happening so it was on a wednesday service i was standing at the back the pastor was there after supernatural during supernatural that was what i was confessing that i received my baby i received my baby i received my baby so the last day that I went to do the last test, I think I was with Doris. She was still at her former house. Then I was there and I went to collect the Even I did not even tell her. I, was there to, I went to collect the result and it was still negative. I just kept it in my bag and I stood there. And Pastor was standing here. Pastor was just like, God, 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 someone, God told you that you are, you are a wonder and all of that. And that was what God gave me in my secret place, which Dr. K2 said in Supernatural and Pastor 2 said it. But that day I was there and I was crying. I was saying, God, this is not my report. Like, I will not accept this report. This is not my own. That I cried that. I didn't even know. When we closed that, the pastor saw my eye was like, why is my eyes red? I just thought that I had nothing. So that weekend, after confessing, so that weekend, she took me to another place to do the result. And yes, they said, oh, you are pregnant. I was like, oh, wow, glory to God. So it was not like I was shocked or something that I was praying for. So I was happy. Then a few days to... Yes, few days, last like five days to three months, and miscarriage came. I was like, God, no, 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 you can't be doing this to me. No, 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 no. You get like, God, don't serve me breakfast again now. I was actually in faith for something else. The thing did not happen. I said, okay, let's just turn our face and just make the baby. And yet, the baby, we still had this. No, no, no. Physically, I was okay, but my mind was not okay. I just wanted something more than me to just come and explain to me. But so there was something that happened. That's why I said that even when we are in faith with something, or when we are in faith with something, please keep your journey with God. I could not pray, but when it's time for me to pray, I am always there. I, I am always there. When is, time, when is that time? I have the alarm on my phone. So when is that time? I will just put myself there. And I will begin to cry. 
But there was something spectacular that happened that every time that I show up, there's this hand that just surrounds me. It's so warm. But whenever I became conscious of it, I would not feel it again. Yeah. So that was, the other was telling me that every time you do, you do that, you are looking at the thing that is happening to you. That is why you are not seeing it. So whenever you, you are in a journey with God, the moment you keep your gaze off God to the things you are searching, you stop hearing, you stop seeing. It happens to me. That's why we were this thing I said it was a fight though. So on Sunday I actually said to you that I'm going to talk about it because I said no, let's we are not talking about these things. So the moment you lose you you lose your focus on God and you draw your attention to the things you are looking for, you stop seeing and you stop hearing. I will drag myself there and I will begin to pray and I, I'll begin to cry. I was not praying. Nothing was coming. There was no instructions, no nothing. But there was still hand constantly on me. I will feel it so strong. But the day I got my deliverance, I know I've not told Pastor Jeff. The day I got my deliverance. So those prayers that I, I'm always at home for Wednesday service, I don't used to come. So there was this particular Wednesday, Pastor preached, said, What you will get is the spirit. You will not know the time. Hey! So I see Pastor pour fire on me. I was the, that day I was just on my bed, jet jelly, listening to service. So immediately you said that you will not know the time, but what you will know, what you will have, what you will get is the Holy Spirit. I began to cry. Like I cried to the extent that after crying, I stood up and I began to decree and declare. My eyes opened and I hear correctly. The word I hear said was a common verse that my children used to say in, in class. That every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. So, so there are some times that it's actually very easy for us to say all those things that remove your gaze on these things, wait on God. But there are some times that you need an extra hand to push you. Like you need an extra hand to push you. So if you see me praying, doing things, it is not by what I hear, it is by what I see. I saw something that day that I was shocked myself. I was at home. I was just connected. But the word eats my spirit. Because I was actually searching for something that would just heal my soul. So when the word came, I stood and I began to decree and declare. I saw clearly and I hear. I saw myself in a different realm. So when we say it is a journey with God, we are, not, we are not just saying it just for saying sake that. It is a journey of living. When I'm in faith with God, I am with God. I am one with the word. So I am not, it's not that I'm waiting or delaying or doing this unless there is an instruction otherwise. But when I say that I am in faith with something, I am entwined with the word. I am one with the word. So when I keep with the word and I continue on the journey, instructions will come. Direction will come. Prophets will, will come. You, everything will begin to align. So what we are waiting for is to see the physical manifest. That, okay, God, the word I got was to buy a chair. So I'm waiting down until I see that chair. I am not going to do anything. But God is saying that, okay, before you get this child, let me just take you to Pastor Joel first. 
You see a journey. This, this is a picture the Spirit gave me. That, okay, Tube, can we just go? Now, this is where we are going to. Me and Tube, we are going there. This is where she wants to go. She knows that that's the place she wants to go. But I am the Spirit leading her. She's, her face is there, but as she's going, I'm saying, okay, let's just stop here. There's something I want to show you. And she said, no, 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 God, that is where I am going. That is what we do most of the time. That because this is what I want. Holy Spirit, I'm not going to listen to anything else you have to say until you do this thing. I told you that this is my journey. That, mm -mm 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 -mm. This is what I want. So every time that I appear in the place of prayer to pray and to stand on my, I have word, declaration, and all of that, to, to pray about it. Is another picture entirely I'll be seeing. But the Spirit of God, since that day that the uh, pastor preached the word, the, the first series, he said that, not that I don't hear what you are saying, but I am taking you somewhere. So as I am taking you along the way, you will get everything. Because it is my word. So it is the word of God. So when God is saying that, okay, turn your direction to this place and not this place. Because the scripture said that before you say, I already know. So before you confess, he's aware. So when he's saying that, okay, this is where you want to go, but just journey with me. We are going somewhere. You will get everything along the way. But like I said, sometimes it's not always easy. That is why we need an extra push. I needed Pastor Joe to just say that word, and that was my deliverance. I think it was after that word that he came to me, the, the vigil we had, and said, we are supposed to see, and I told him that. I already got my answer. He was like, but we've not discussed. I said, yes, because I already got my answer. That was just the word I needed. So uh, it's easy for us to say, oh, yeah, leave. Move forward. Do this. Do that. But you are just hearing the word, but your heart is just so stocked up that, God, how can I do this? I can't possibly move from this thing. It's not that you are just saying it, but you can't. It's not that you are just saying it, that they are just saying their word. You had the word in church, like you're listening now, you're hearing the word and say, oh, this word is for me. But when you still go back home, she's saying, I'm going through something. You still fall to, fall to the pleasure of depression. That means the word has not produced fruit in you. There's not how you talk about my experience again that I think will trigger me. I already killed it and I killed it and I killed it there. So when, when, when we get stocked up sometimes in, in, in the place that, okay, we are waiting with God and, and you just shift your focus to the things you are not, to the things you want and you're not looking on God. You already cut the journey. You cut your eyes from seeing and you cut your ear from hearing. Because every time you appear in the presence of God, that is what your heart wants. So anything else he's saying at that time, you are not listening. You are not listening. Like, you will not hear. Every picture, will, every scripture you see will align to the thought of your heart. Every scripture you read. Is that thing that you want, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be saying it. Like, when they say, be blessed, say, oh, I received the blessing of the car. When they say, move forward, oh, I move forward in my car. Because it is that car that is in your heart. 
So tonight, I just, I just, I, I, pastor is here and he's going to come up in a minute and he's going to pray. I don't know, maybe you're in that category that you are stocked up, like something happened to you. The breakfast was a, was a eat one back to back. Like, you can't, because we can't, we can't say move, leave, 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 leave. And you still go back home, you are not leaving. Like, they just talk their own. I'm not sure I can move past this. I told, I told one of my leaders last week that because he said ah, that something happened to him, but don't worry, don't worry, Pastor Paul said we should leave. So I'm leaving. And I told him that, are you sure you are leaving? I don't want to hear that something has happened to you or I'm still depressed. I, don't, I will cast you out. So there are some times that we, because we know I'm a child of God, once I fit it, once I decree it, once I declare it, and it is so, there are some times that we need an extra push. We need something greater than us to just push us out of that zone. Because why will the same thing over and over and over and over again be our problem? And we say, okay, we come to church. I'm in faith with God. And yes, when they ask you the same question tomorrow, you see the same answer you give them. I'm going through something. I'm depressed. Why? That means you are not seeing and you are not hearing correctly. Once they ask you the next day, it's still the same rep response. Oh, God, they wait on God, though. I never see him. No! So, the, the main reason why I believe that God is, God is directing our, our focus in this line, in this season, that there is something he wants to give us that we are not seeing and we are not hearing because we are stocked up. Like, my mind is stocked up. I can't let go of that thing. It's just in my heart. I can't let, yeah, you, it's, 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 oh, glory to God. When, when the Spirit of God was giving me this study, he actually showed me two people in service that, that is just your experience. And is laid on you, and every time that you still go back and you are still the same thing. You are still thinking in that line, in that chain of thought. That is just what you are doing. So tonight, I just want us to rise up on our feet, and I want us to pray before Pastor Joe comes up to pray for us. I don't know, maybe you've been in my shoe whereby you need the extra push. You just need the extra push to just push you to the realm of living. I am not saying you don't have faith. I am not saying that, oh, things are good or things are fine. Yes, I am stocked up. Oh, I am disappointed. And I got this word from God. God gave me this word. God gave, he gave me this word. So I don't know why this is happening. And every time you appear in the presence of God, you are still, you are still stocked up in that word. Your prayer has not changed since then. Your confession is still that confession. Everything is still the, is, is about the things you want, not about what God is showing you. And this is not the season of big things. So how do we get big things when we are not together with God? So I want us to open our hearts tonight and I want you to pray. I want you to let go. Yes, the word is let go. I want you to let go of every thought. And let just the spirit of God have his way. Let the spirit of God have his way. That Father, I surrender my will. I surrender my thoughts. I surrender everything to you. That Lord Jesus, have your way. If you're online, you can connect. Because I also receive my breakthrough online. 
that Lord, I surrender everything to you. I surrender everything to you. I receive. I receive from you. Remember I said that when you are stocked up, bottled up with those things, you will not see, you will not hear from God. And it is important for you to hear from God in this season of big things. It is important for your eyes to be open. It is important for your ears to be open. It is important for the Spirit of God to minister to your heart. But you have bottled everything up because you were disappointed. You bottled, you, you thought that you were living. It's not by because I can still pray in tongues or the, the anointing is still moving. It is not by that. I want you to really let it go, let it go, let it go. And let God, let God have his way. Let God have his way. Let God have his way. Father, I surrender my will to you. Yes, he knows that you are hot and he wants to touch you, but you are not allowing him. He knows that you are hot. He knows that you are pained. He knows it all. But right now, I just want you to surrender your will to God. That only spirit have your way. Only Spirit have your is a journey to be with the Lord, but we can't just have this series by not doing this. Can we just open up ourselves? Can we just open ourselves up to God and say, Holy Spirit, have your way. Holy Spirit, have your way. I surrender my will to you. I surrender my will to you. I surrender myself to you. And I let go. I let go. It's a journey with God. It's a journey with you. It is journey with you. I retrace my step back this evening. I retrace my step back this evening. Holy Spirit, I retrace my step back to you this evening. Oh yes, you are old. It, it is not supposed to happen like that, but yet it happened. He knows it all. But can we just open up ourselves to God and say, Holy Spirit, I am here tonight and I receive grace. I receive grace. Yes, the power of God will come and you will receive the extra push for you to actually live. For you to actually hear the word. For, you to, for your ears to be open to see what the Spirit of the Lord is doing in this season. He's doing, so, remember I said when he spoke the word and I began to pray, I began to see. And I hear the word that he was trying to say to me every time he comes. Every time he comes in the night, no wonder he keeps coming because he wants to say to me that my daughter, I got you. Every gift and perfect is from me. I got you. But I was not ready to listen. I was not because I was hot. I was hot. I was hot. So I was not even allowing him to move. I was not actually leaving. So can we pray tonight that, Father, I open up myself. I open up myself. I open up myself. And I receive from you. I receive from you. I receive from you. I let go of the pain. Yes, you are still holding the pain in your heart. You are still holding the pain in your heart. Yes, you were heartbroken. It was not supposed to happen. Hey, I begin to ask my question. God, I was going to church. I was not even looking for this. You gave it to me. So why will you take it? I don't know. Maybe you are in that, in that position tonight. But can you just tell God that, Father, I embrace you tonight. Oh, I embrace you. I embrace all that you stand to represent. Come on, if you're online, you can stay. You can stay. You can stay in this world. You can enjoy the grace in the house. That God, I embrace you. I 
I embrace you. The Holy Spirit was telling me that tonight is a therapy session that He wants to heal. He wants to heal the people's heart. Come on, can you just press in? That Lord, I embrace you. I embrace you. I embrace you. I embrace you. And I open up myself to greater dimensions. I open up myself to new dimensions in the name of Jesus. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries, visit us at kingsword.org for information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember, where the word of a king is, there's power.